Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Matt Belanger is in for Steve. Dawn McLean is in for Rocco. Hey, girl. Hey, love when the plane goes by. Yeah, there he goes. Excellent. Um, this is very exciting. I cannot believe how many albums this girl has been putting out. Talking about Taylor Swift. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeehaw! And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Yeah, so after after teasing her surprise projects over the past week, Taylor Swift has revealed that her 10th studio album, Midnight, will be accompanied, first of all, by a series of short films. Oh. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, She titled it Midnight's Music Movies. And... That she uh, put this out there during one of the football games, uh, the Saints and the Cardinals, yeah, uh, last night, and she's got appearances in these videos by Jack Antonoff, who usually um, produces her albums. Uh, let's see, Laura Dern, Mary Elizabeth Ellis, Dita Von Teis. She's got the um, the Heim sisters. Is it Heim or Haim? I always say Heim. Anybody? I thought it was Haim, but I mean the way it's spelled. It looks like I used to say it one way, and I was corrected, and now I don't remember. Haim, Haim. Um, I'll Google it. But anyway, um, she said that she loves storytelling and songwriting and writing videos and directing them, and so she wanted to challenge herself to do. I mean, this is amazing for her. Yeah. Um. So she's rocking it. The album, also called. Midnight. 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 Yep. Not midnight. Midnights. Plural. Yeah, she's talking about those, uh, you know, middle of the night things you do, you know, kind of in your head, what you're thinking about, kind of what you're wrestling Thoughts with. rolling. Sleeplessness, yeah. you know, your mind kind of wanders a little bit, yeah. and it, this kind of captures a lot of that. Do we have, we want to listen to one. We have mm-hmm. Midnight Rain, I think. We do. All right. Well, definitely not a radio hit, I will just say that. No, I, and I, we're seeing a lot about how critics love the album, but yeah. there might not be like, you know, the shake it off, shake right. it off radio hit and right. zinger in this, but uh, you know, Don, you were, you were saying that Actually, some people are thinking that there might be some radio hits in here. Uh, huh? Yeah, I mean, it might just be, I mean, they're going to play something. They're not going to yeah. ignore these songs. Right, it's so like Michael Jackson be, back in the day. When it's you like, slow it, yeah, it's just going to be one of those lower tempo songs. Mm-hmm. I see that Lana Del Rey is uh-huh. on one of these. Um, um, oh, God, who? Um, what's her name? Lenny Kravitz's daughter, Zoe Kravitz, Zoe Kravitz. Wrote, uh, co-wrote two of the songs. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, uh, this is talented. It's yeah. More, it's more poppy. It's not the... It's not what we saw from folklore and evermore. It's um, and I heard some people this morning who were listening to it, you know, uh, coming into the newsroom downstairs, and they said it it feels poppier and younger. Okay, that did not to me that particular 
cut. Yeah. No, th- I don't think that that maybe little sample we had captures the, you know, the, the essence whole, of the album, the whole album, but it was one of the ones that's not explicit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we, um, knew we could play it safely and drop play it, it but, at any uh, point. It seems to be getting good reviews and, it, you know, Taylor's been talking about, uh, you know, what she meant to do with this and she, cause she gets, she just go trend dark. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. she has. And so some people were like, are these going to be happier songs that we want to, you know, listen to with our friends and things? And she said, yeah, you know, uh, the, the concept here is, uh, you know, midnight's the middle of the night when you're alone and isolated. You can it can bring up extreme emotions. Um, and so she just wanted to reflect back on those kinds of nights that she had. Uh, but she definitely wanted to make this a little bit more of an uplifting album i think okay i'd like to hear some of that yeah i know at some point she says it's all new work too by the way this is not like songs that were left over you know from other albums or anything like that it's she says midnight's is all new work Um, um what was the title of that song we just sampled that's called midnight rain midnight rain okay um so that to me kind of feels more like an evermore or folklore Mm -hmm album that particular something like you want to take a bath and light some candles yeah um so yeah that she wrote that one it looks like on her own otherwise she's got so many songwriters on there i think her boyfriend uh joe alwyn also has written on there he had been using a different name on the last album do you guys oh, remember I that i didn't know that oh yeah um I think his name was William something something. I love the lyrics. Her lyrics, whether I guess she writes She's them herself ma- or, 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 or written yeah, for her. Does. Her the lyrics of her songs are just masterful. So, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And it, she said she when she was talking about this, um, she said that she wanted to really capture. I mean, it's funny you mentioned the light the candles and get in the bathtub moment yeah. because she says you know. She was asked, why are you always writing about this, like, you know, uh, kind of 2 a.m. time? You know, what is what is it that drew you to the to midnights to want to inspire your album? And she says, you know, in the middle of the night, in those moments, it's such a vulnerable, isolating time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually the time she's written many songs. So it was a it was a moment of catharsis for her to allow her to continue to do, you know, that type of uh, songwriting work. Um, and and capture the essence of that's where her creativity kind of blossomed right there in the middle of the night. Who hasn't w- woken oh. up in the middle of the night and go, I got to write that down. That was a great idea. Honestly, when I was probably a little younger than she is, that's when I was my most creative. Mm-hmm. You know, I would stay up till 4 a.m. and I would write and write and mm-hmm. write and I would come up with ideas for, you know, um, projects in college, you know, um, just storytelling. So I could see that. And she's, you know, a, an artist. So these musicians, they're used to staying up super late. Yeah, they don't have the kind of schedule. When I wake up in the night and I'm like, I look at the clock, I'm like, oh my God, I have to wake up in an hour and 32 minutes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Go back to sleep. I don't <laughs> care what that dream the, was. The first song on the album, which I sampled first this yes. morning, Lavender Haze. That's, that's about her boyfriend. And that's a, a poppier, more dancey, kind of um, uplifting, good feel-good kind of a song. Okay. There's, some, there's some profanity. Well, but, that song is addresses the, the rumors of about whether or not she's engaged to her boyfriend. Oh. And she got the phrase Lavender Haze from the show Mad Men. Oh. Huh. And she said it just refers to being in love. There you go. So that's that's a good one. And if, you know, 
you want to sample that, well, just play the album the whole way through, beginning to end, you know, like the artist intended. Yes. Um, but uh, it, I <laughs> like it. I, I like, don't want any 10-minute like versions of anything. Oh, yeah, That no. is completely unnecessary. Yeah, I'm not into jam band, so. Right. <laughs> I don't like jam band Taylor Swift style. Yeah. It's just too much. It's like, don't, it just sounds like she's just rambling. I'll, I will never forget when I saw her on Saturday Night Live, and I'm watching with my roommate, and I'm like, is it me, or has she been singing for like 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah. One song. And he goes, yeah, I think this is the 10-minute version of her song. I'm like, yeah, what? we don't need that. That's a that's that's a lot. I mean, we may need it if we work in music radio and have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> in that the middle, could be right. very if we're convenient. working the overnights <laughs> yeah. because right. it wouldn't be allowed. Right. Yeah. Oh, my that's... gosh. Anyway, okay, Taylor Swift's new album. Look at that. Yay. When we come back, we got some food news. Yeah, um, a trend that uh, you might not have heard of. I certainly didn't until it was brought to my attention. Um, Pizza Farms. We'll tell you all about them. What's going on with that? And um, the more creative your Halloween costume is, the more candy you get. What? Yeah, we're going to tell you about that study coming up. My Talk 107.1. Ass in dinner theaters. Footloose is now playing. It's an evening at Chan, and it is stress-free fun, my friends. No need to worry about parking or where to eat. Do you have enough time to get to the show? And I love how as soon as you walk in, it feels like home. Greeted by the warm fireplace. Come on, it's going to be a great evening. Hey, on top of Footloose on the main stage right now, Chan Hassan also has an incredible concert series with upcoming tributes to, oh, I love this one, just in time for Halloween, Johnny James in the Hall of Fames performing Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon in its entirety. You just got to be there, I'm telling you. And listen, who doesn't love a deal, especially nowadays? Chan Hassan has a concert package deal where you can buy tickets to three different concerts and you get an additional concert for free. And who couldn't use a laugh nowadays? Well, Stevie Ray's Comedy at Chan has you covered improv comedy with audience suggestions every Friday and Saturday night. Tickets just 28 bucks. For tickets and more info, visit ChanHassanDT.com. Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. Hey, my talker. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Steve is out. Matt Belanger is in. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. And you know what? What? Don McLean is here, too. Yeah, she's Hi. amazing. Hey, hey Don. <laughs> Nothing like a big shift on a Friday. Yes. But uh, hey, thank you for being here with us. It's okay, yes. uh, Rocco, I looked at my calendar. He's at a soccer event with his son. Oh, oh, cute. oh that's nice. Okay, that's perfect. Okay, all right, yeah. that's fine. We that's can fine. forgive that. <laughs> Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Okay. It's all you, Maddie B from TV. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, you know how someone like just casually drops something in conversation and and you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. So this morning downstairs, we, they were talking about weekend plans and producer Emma, who I've brought up before. Uh, she, you know, she had strong feelings. Who was she over? I brought up somebody and then she was like, oh, I'm so over him. Anyway, I think it was um, uh, Kanye West. Oh, sure. <laughs> and I think sure. everyone. That's relatable. I know, yeah. right? Uh, anyway, so today she, we were talking about weekend plans and she goes, oh, I'm going to the pizza farm and we're going to. And I was like, stop the bus. What are you talking about? Apparently, this is all the rage. So you can go to, uh, and there are a lot of these around the Twin Cities, around Minnesota. You can go to a pizza farm. We're at the kind of the end of the season, though, so maybe file it away for like next year, next warm season, spring and summer. You can go to a farm. Here's the gist of it. 
Okay. Go to a farm where they where they grow and have all of Natural the ingredients, ingredients that you need to make pizza. And so oh, that's cute. it's like really farm to t- it is farm to table and you can, you know, get involved in the production. You can So everything from like flour the, to right? the toppings the tom- and tomatoes, garlic, and egg, and- all of that. Oh, that, I like that. And it's just it's I had no idea that it was um a thing and uh, there are a bunch of these around. I mean, you, you they do the wood-fired pizza. Oh, it looks wow. Phenomenal! That looks so. That sounds like so much fun to do, like With on a, a date. Yeah, or a date. Oh, the date would like be a cute. First date. I know. Sure. Yeah. And there's, you know, some of them have music going. Um, you know, the rustic. You're at the farms. So you can bring a blanket. I mean, you can and you can check out all these different locations. So, I mean, here's just a bunch from Minnesota. There's Dream Acres Farm, Pleasant Grove Pizza Farm, Red Barn Farm uh, in Northfield, Squash Blossom Farm. Uh, it's about an hour and a half southeast of the Twin Cities. Two Pony Gardens does this in Long Lake. So, um, and I think that's when Emma's going to this weekend. She says it's the last weekend to do it. Oh, but, yeah. So, just uh, again, tickets required. It's kind of like a, a plan special event thing but i just thought that would be so cool to do and i had no idea it was a thing i love it though it's a great idea yeah yeah okay good to know yeah nice um halloween's coming up yes candy candy candy. i bought some more candy yesterday oh Oh, gosh right because you ate some that you no i don't do that i'm not like a sweet person problem i don't do that i could have candy in the house for months Mm. and not touch it no Goodness. And then I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to give this candy away. Well, I'll take so I it. bring it to work and put it in a drawer. <laughs> and then we eat it. Yeah. Uh, so there was a study that shows the more creative you are in putting together your Halloween costume. As a trick-or-treater. As a trick-or-treater. The more candy you are going to get. You know what, Matt? What? That makes sense. Because if I saw a kid who really went all out, I'd be like, hi. Mm-hmm. Take oh a couple. Oh, my gosh, that is so great. You know, and then you're like, here. Your natural instinct is to reward. reward the efforts. That's interesting. Yeah, I'll be honest. If someone shows up and they like didn't even try, you know, they're just kind of along for for the candy. Oh or yeah, just put like a mask on that they bought, like or you know, at the dollar store or something. I'm like, come plastic on, mask. Come on, you can try harder than that. So yeah, sixty one percent of people say creative Halloween costumes should net more candy. Um, okay. Yeah, parents are three times more likely to buy Halloween costumes than make them, but um, most people say that they would prefer to see a DIY. Oh yeah. You know, homemade costume. Like that. Oh yeah. really? That's fun. My- I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Mom is a really good seamstress. And so oh. she would... I was um, in the uh, play Bambi. Like oh. There was a play version of it when I was little. Yeah. And I was the possum. So we just used that costume for my Halloween costume, and I got so much candy. Aren't possums really mean? 
I mean, they're not, you can't like joke around. You don't around want to corner them. them. <laughs> you yeah. don't want to joke around. You don't want to be like, <laughs> I've chased one before when I was inebriated and it came oh, back at no. me, and that wasn't a good idea. That's uh, bad. But it was really cute. It was so warm. It had like a big belly and it was all furry and it had a long. Long striped tail, Aww. a cute hat. It Those was so were good. the days when everyone's mom sewed. Yes, like my mom would. Go, we'd go to the pattern store, and then yes. she would sew me a dress, and it just. Yeah, my sisters learned to do that, and then when it came to me, I don't know what happened. Like the, my, Aww. they would take them to sewing class. They would go to the Singer store oh. when we lived in California and do sewing class. I have a question. Yeah, yeah. it is so. When you go to school for like theater, mm-hmm. don't do you have to take a costume class? I did. Yeah, you did. Okay, because mm-hmm. my roommate did so. too. Because yeah. he went for for theater, and that would make sense. He knows how to sew, and I didn't know that. I just found that out. He's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna make this," and I'm like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "What do you mean? What do I mean?" I'm yeah. like, "You know how to sew?" He's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "I had to learn for you know college." I know. Yeah, I know basic sewing. Stitching. Like I could, I could. Get a pattern and sew whatever it is, you know. I think we should challenge you. Okay. What do you want? Me to I don't know. We're gonna have to find a pattern for what you. What do you want? What do you want? I want you to make me a pillow. Okay. Oh, because <laughs> she's not doing enough do by staying extra hours here. We're gonna put her on a big show this weekend yeah. and everything. We'll uh, talk about that. We'll, coming just, up. we'll put a sewing machine in there next to the board. And, <laughs> okay. Because okay. you don't have enough buttons to push. <laughs> One more quick thing. Yeah. Uh, candy corn, divisive, right? I used to Love hate it. it now hate it. I like it with really? peanuts. I like to put it in a bowl with peanuts, oh. and then you know what you've got? You got a peanut roll right there. Some, oh, some yeah. people love it. Some people hate it. Um, it has been divisive. But did you know? Two fun facts, real quick. Um, it did not start as a Halloween thing. This was just candy made to represent corn. And it wasn't until the 40s or 50s that it became associated with Halloween. Some people think it tastes like earwax, you know, and some people like really love it. It tastes like sugar. Yeah. Well, not ear. Feels like I I said that wrong. It's wax. It looks gross. (laughs) It looks gross. I don't like it, but it is what it is. Thanks, Matt. (laughs) Um, Let's play a little game. 651-641-1071. It's called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Now, here's the deal. It's me against Matt. You bet on who you think is going to win. If you guess correctly, they're going to win a fabulous prize. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve is out. Matt Belanger is in. Don McClain is filling in for DJ Rock Lobster. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to play a little game. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. All right. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Every day we play here on this, uh, this here on the Donna and Steve Show at 1030. And we have Terry on the phone with us. Hi, Terry. Hi, Don. Hi, Donna. Hi, Maddie B. Terry. Hi. What are you up to today? I am home today, enjoying my day off. Oh, good for you. Long weekend. What are you going to do this weekend? 
Um, hopefully I have my windows open enjoying the nice weather. You got it. Great. Girl yes. after my own heart, I think I'm going to do the same exact mm-hmm. thing. Okay, Dawn, you have a topic I for do have us? a topic. Terry, you're going to have to decide who knows more about this. It's Reptile Day, <laughs> and it's music involving reptiles. Who's going to be better at this, Donna or Maddie B? Oh, my. <laughs> um... <laughs> I think I'll go with my girl Donna. There you go. Okay, okay, Donna. Woo! So that means Maddie, leave the room, buddy. Bye, buddy. Boo. Don't go too far, though. Don't go too far. All right. Okay, you know how this works, Terry. Uh, just be quiet in the background while Donna answers, and then at the end, we will ask you your opinion. Got it? Okay. All right, great. All right, now the timer will start after I ask the first question, Donna. Okay. Once again, the topic is Reptile Day, music <laughs> involving reptiles. Okay. It's not as hard as you think. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Question one. In 1992, who famously said, my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun? Is that Sir mix a lot? Question number two. What 1960s singer had the nickname The Lizard King? Oh, that is Jim Morrison of The Doors. Who sang 1983's Karma Chameleon? That is Culture Club. All right. What do you want to do with your last nine seconds here that you have left over? I think I'm just going to ask Terry if she would change any of my answers or leave them alone. I am good with every single one of those answers. Yay! Okay. All right. Should I get It's already time. Yeah. Let's see if Maddie B knows these. He's little bit younger than us so maybe he won't get all of them right yeah we'll Not see that i'm rooting for donna but anyway <laughs> <laughs> all uh, right maddie b okay you guys have been going fast i oh barely made gosh. it to the coffee pot Matt. she had uh, 10 seconds left it was amazing that's i'm not incredible. sure about one of my answers but that's okay yeah. okay well the timer will start after i ask the first question matt I it's know. once again reptile day music involving reptiles are you ready leaping lizards let's go okay here we go in 1992 who famously said my anaconda don't want none unless you've got buns, hon. I don't know, but I can hear it in my head. Just work it out. I work it out. Work it out. I, I don't know. Pass. Okay, pass. What <laughs> 1960s singer had the nickname the Lizard King? Oh, 60s? Mm-hmm. Girl, I wasn't here. Next. Okay, who sang 1983's <laughs> Karma Chameleon? Come a, come a, come a, come a, come a chameleon. Na, na, na. I'm terrible at these games, girl. Oh. Can I just flunk out on a Friday? Oh. Burr, done. I don't okay. care. Give oh, her the shirt. I'm geez. terrible. Oh. I'm so sorry. Well, no, just, don't be sorry. You're helping me. I know. Well, <laughs> I, my sole existence is to help Donna get more points. But okay. I really don't know. Um, I, I can sing the song. I don't know who it was. Uh, and I'm trying to think. And the first one was... I, 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 it's the pressure. I, I seize know. Up. I'm terrible, too. I Don't worry up. about it's it. Okay. okay, let's go over the answers. In 1992, who famously sang My Anaconda Don't Want None Unless You Got Buns, hun. That is, Donna was right, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Yay! Yeah. I wasn't certain about that. Just Def- so you know. Definitely did, didn't even What's know What's the song that. called again? Doing the butt? No. What? What's the, yeah, doing the butt. That's a different one. No, 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 no. This um, is... um. <laughs> Baby got back. Baby got back. Okay. Baby got back. So, uh, question two: What 1960s singer had the nickname the Lizard King? Donna said Jim Morrison. Terry agreed. That is correct. Woo! Who sang 1983's Karma Chameleon? 
Donna got it correct. Terry agreed. The answer is Culture Club. Yeah, I, I didn't. I really or Boy did, George probably I, would have been accepted. Oh yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. did, should I, you know, at least I could hum it. Yeah, at you least know? you know oh, yeah. the song exists. I'm not totally ain't gonna get you no points. Well, pff, ah. Boom. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, Terry, I hope you had a good time. You just won a My Talk t-shirt. Yay! I had a great time. Thank you, Donna. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yay, yeah, Terry. don't go anywhere. Let me get you on hold, and then I'll I'll get your information. Have okay. a great weekend, Terry. I love being Bye. a loser when it helps others. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Matt, listen, these questions aren't easy. I'm losing for you. Thank you they're for not, that. They're not, and I, and I really did do a little research about how, how difficult with the pressure of the timer and why you can't recall you did research names because okay, that's my problem too no and, and it's something to do i mean some people are wired to be able to do trivia under pressure like that and some people just can't and i'm the i can't i have I other skills do better on like um are you smarter than a fifth grader because yeah. i don't think there's a timer who wants to be a millionaire? You could take all the time. Yeah, in the world. you can lean back and talk it out, but yeah, that's anyway. that's how I process. Guess what I have? Um, I think you have this. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 All right. This is gonna help some people, I hope. Um, a professional photographer shared the number one thing that ruins family photo shoots. <laughs> the number one thing. Pets. Any pets? Nope. Not pets. Okay. Um, and it actually made me laugh when I read this, but maybe our listeners will have some relevant stories. They can obviously email the show and let us know about what happened, you know, when they were trying to take their family photo. But this photographer says the number one thing. That ruins a family photo is the dad. <laughs> no, I mean, no lie. He says it's so frustrating because nine times out of ten, the dads show up with a bad attitude, and that's what's holding everything <laughs> up. And then the kids take the cue for how to act from the dad, and then it's a snowball effect. So if the dad's grumpy, like, can't believe we got to go take photo over at the Photoshop. I don't know why I made the dad sound like Aww. that. But but so then the kids are like, well, I don't really want to do this either. You know, and then it just kind of goes from there. And then pretty much the only person forcing a smile is mom, you know, because she set this up. Yeah, but, and she's mad and she's fake smiling through yes, the whole thing. And then it's not a good smile and the photo's terrible. So it all starts with dad. So listen, you got to get dad in a good mood. And if he's engaged and ready to take this family photo, you're going to be in a good place. But, okay. Yeah, Keep dad else? at home. Yeah. Let but, dad or take just the picture. <laughs> like kind of Photoshop him in later. Of him, like a life size cutout. And then yeah. just put That's him in funny. there. Yeah. But he says he does, you can't even imagine how many of these guys show up to photo shoots throwing a fit because they have to be there. Kind of acting like kids, let's be honest. Oh, I come mean, on. This is photographers are saying this probably, right? Yes. It's the, it's a professional photographer who said the number one thing that ruins family <laughs> oh, photos is gosh. dad. It's insane. How many times uh, the photographers hears men complaining because they have to pose or how they need to stand or how much money the session's costing and all of that. So, yeah, it's always the dad's fault. You guys, (laughs) I don't ever remember having family photos growing up. I remember individual photos Mm. and just the kids. But I don't remember my mom and dad getting in a photo. My dad did it himself. Like he would set up a timer on the camera. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. We never did that. 
Yeah. Remember, you remember, is Olin Mills still a thing? Yeah, I think so. The In glamour? fact, Shots. have you seen Licorice Pizza? Oh, no, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, it, it's oh kind of gosh. that Wait, type that of. I've got one. I'll send it to you, Maddie B, right now. Remember those, like, yeah, like the beautiful, blurry, like it's all soft, like Vaseline all over the mm-hmm, lens. Like, one. I mean, it's like you're in there, but it's also, it's very misty looking. <laughs> yes, the background. How about the very one smooth. where you get your profile, like it's a ghost of you yeah. in the background <laughs> and then the phone yeah. in the bubble? Yes. <laughs> Gosh, it was, it was a weird time. Growing up in the 80s was weird. I mean, there was some weird stuff. I remember going over to people's houses and they'd have like, have that that portrait on the wall, the big Olin Mills headshot with the with the lady and her heads laying That's on her Dawn. hands. Dawn's got Do one you of have, those. You have yeah. this photo I'm that gonna, I'm literally describing. I'm going to send you what I have. It is my senior picture or one of them. But it wasn't done as a glamour shot, but I wanted this look. So let me okay. just Is it where you're like laying your head you. on your arms and you're holding your arms Actually, up? Actually, I kind of look nude because... <laughs> <laughs> yes, because they put that black thing that you wear so your chest is well, naked. I had, um, I had on like a strapless dress and it just looks like i'm nude yeah. let's see matt let me make sure and not send it to the wrong matt that would okay. be funny actually okay there i've sent okay, it okay now okay. describe what you're seeing I think <laughs> text I've or email honey text or email text. oh okay text message okay. there it comes all right oh it's to you oh don mclean though you were a bomb Woo! <laughs> you still are <laughs> stop it no but i mean like wow okay th- i'm getting Can sultry salt she texted it to you too oh, sultry did. vibes yep. from yep. this but i'll be yes it does look it <laughs> does look like you don't have a thing on at all but i love the arm up back behind your like head like i'm just relaxing oh you have your arm behind your <laughs> yeah, head she's like- Elbow up, and then those those earrings. I gotta, oh. I gotta tweet this since everything. Yeah, you do. And of course, the perm. Anything. Yep, and the hair. Oh, you have, yeah. Posted. You have Is that natural? Big curls? beachy. Oh, no, that that was a perm for sure. Kind of have the, you have the beachy waves thing going on. Yeah, like that's I, what I wanted my hair to look like I feel like you like just got then. out of the ocean and air dried. But that was a lot of work, let me tell you. That waterfall bang look. I wanted it to be out of the picture. <laughs> what are you wonderful. looking at? Because it's like down a little, like just... I don't know. My eye is one of them's got a problem. No, the one's bigger than the other. But yeah, I have a bigger one. Bigger it probably eye has to too. do with the lighting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think. Yeah, I've had. I have some shiny, shiny eyeshadow on. It's cute. Boy, though. that thick black liner, though. Mm. You know what? If I could wear that like that every day, I would. What year was? And this? I used to. What year was this about? That Maybe. is 1991. Oh or yeah. Two. No, 1992. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I think you look great and looked great and you look great now. Thank you. Yeah. I agree. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Wow, what a journey, guys. That was, I can't wait for you to tweet that because everyone's going to love to see that. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> it is you guys, okay, I gotta tell you're you, making though, me feel so good. When I, I now I will, I'm just going to say this real quick. Right. In this day and age, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was very much like Madam the Puppet. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I kind of judge people when I see pictures like that, like as soon as you walk in, in your house. house. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, no. like over the living room, yes. a, a couch. Yes. You know, no. I'm like, yes. I'm like, can we just put that in a hallway? <laughs> Why is that going to be front and no, center? I don't want, no. It's we just wouldn't. very dated, in my opinion. My, my sister mom has, has a wall of my pictures. My, all the kids. My mom has one of my TV station 
headshot. Yes! And it, it's like an 11 by whatever, 17, oh, giant sure. poster board print yes. right in front, above the television oh in her God. front room. I love her. And she sits in that nice new chair I bought her, and she stares at that yeah. so with cute. her cotton ball dogs. And I'm like, Mom, that's embarrassing. Like, the, you know, the neighbors are coming over and they're looking at that. And they, I'm, I am a little judgy And about I'm like that. spray tan. Like, okay, do we need yeah, like no. every picture of your child from newborn all the way up the to circle like one? their graduation picture Every in the year? living room? Yeah, that's... Uh. <laughs> Such a B. I'm sorry. I, oh that, my god, That was a confession and yeah. I'm not proud of it. But it's true. I'm like, mom, I don't even, I don't even look like that, mom. Like that, you realize that's lights, makeup, and spray tan and Photoshop. Oh my god, I love it. All right, we gotta go. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. When we come back, though, Matt watched another episode of a show that we were all gonna watch as a group. Yeah, it's, we're struggling on it. I'm struggling too. Yeah, I want to okay. see what you feel about that. Um, when we come right back on my talk 107.1, Donna and Steve on my talk 107.1, everything entertainment. Ooh, Steve. Is out. Matt Belanger is in. Hi. John McClain's filling in for DJ Rock Lobster. Yes. Plump, plump. Um, and I don't know if you were in on this or not, Dawn, but we were trying to find a show to watch together. Oh, maybe I missed that. Well, the show was Blackbird. Apple Does TV that ring Plus. a bell? Apple TV it doesn't. Plus. I must have been. It must have been in the other hours. Okay, so this is the one that stars uh, Taryn. Ed Ed Egerton, Egerton, yeah. Which was, who was Elton John? Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. You did watch one episode because you were I like, d- how about that scene? Oh, we oh, did. Remember this? The, and I'm like, what the, scene? The smoothie scene right oh, before the my God, feds come I in? I did watch it oh. because it was I had, really good. And I didn't like the FBI agent. She was yeah. creepy. Yeah. I wanted to continue and I just forgot. Well, I fell off the wagon too, but I rewatched an ep- uh, I jumped in with another episode last night. First of all, they're long. They're it's they're like hour solid hour long episodes. Yeah. Or it's maybe a time 109 or something. Yeah, I mean it's it's a commitment. Now that I'm looking at the episodes, I may have finished it and didn't realize that was the last episode. There it looks like there's only 6. You definitely had been further along than one because you told me, "Oh yeah, she gets creepier." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, because she was flirtatious but mean. And I'm like, why are you being this Yeah, way? She, like she's using her sexuality yes, to get and what I she wants. I was not happy about that. No, I didn't like it either. Yeah. Although I think she's very beautiful, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah, but, you know, as yeah. the character. Of course. Um, Very creepy. Okay, so I am forcing myself to finish it because I, like Dawn, am a, what do you call yourself? Completionist. Yeah. A completionist. I have a really hard time moving on to something else if I don't complete yeah, the last thing. I keep it uh, a list of shows that I'm watching and then I make sure. You but, finish on. Yep. It's on the list. I see it right now. Oh, there you go. Okay. So, Matt, I, I just what I, episode were first you First of all, that's where I'm having a hard time here because I, I think we're at episode. How are we only at episode two or three? I'm looking at the synopsis Mm. here and I'm trying, gosh, to me, it's, I want to love it and it's good and I'm into it. But again, they're they're lengthy episodes. So just, you know, you you know what you're getting. Exactly. Well, well, that, and I just, I think it progresses kind of slowly. So let me, uh, let me just give the setup. Hey, and if anybody's watching it or watched it, tell us if you agree or disagree. Should we stick with it? 651-641-1071. So there's a guy. 
He's in New York. I believe we're in New York. Yeah, big drug uh, um, guy. Yeah, Jimmy Keen is his name. So he begins a 10-year prison sentence. And then he gets this offer that if he can elicit a confession from a suspected killer who's also in jail, mm-hmm. he will be freed. Yeah. His duty will be done. Um, and this is based on a book written by this guy. So completing this mission becomes a challenge, a huge challenge for him to get this confession out of the guy. So because because he had to transfer from like a a not so bad prison, if that's a thing, to like the really rough and tumble prison. Correct. Where where bad, bad suspected serial killer is being held. And and then, you know, he had to kind of make friends with that. Yeah. So it's just everything is super dark. Mm -hmm. And by dark, I mean, the lighting is dark. And that becomes a challenge to watch. I always get like, come on, give me a little more light. I don't need all these shadows. I get it. He's in a jail cell. There's a little bit of, I get it. It's a great, you know, (laughs) art and all that. But sometimes it just feels a little too difficult to watch when it's like that. Yeah, I think that we, okay, so we watched episode, gosh, I thought we were farther along. My goodness gracious is like. Molasses. Uh, so anyway, we watched episode <laughs> two last night. Apparently, we're only on two. Oh, so okay. all we had watched was one. I it felt like seven episodes to me, but uh, and now I and I think we started three. So we're like halfway through three. But again, they're longer, and my bedtime comes quite early in the evenings. Yeah. And so anyway, um, but I, but again, it's it's worth it. This is Ray Liotta's last role, by the way. I oh. believe. Yeah. Yes, it is. You're and right about he's that. Great. He, I didn't even recognize him. I know. At first, I'm like, that's Ray Liotta. Yeah, he looks really old. Yes. Yeah. I I think that's by design. But yeah. mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. well, yeah. he's the dad, isn't he? Of Jimmy Keen. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good. It's, it's just good. it. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to disagree with you when you say it's slow. Does it pick up? I mean, you've, you're farther. You've, you think you're done. You didn't even know it ended. No, <laughs> That's how I good know. it was. Oh, no. <laughs> I think I watched the last episode. I might have to go back and watch it because Whoops. I'm seeing the title of it. And I'm like, oh, hey, I, I, this I don't want to see titles of episodes. Yeah. It gives away things. And I'm so, I don't like to be spoiled. Mm. Sure. Sometimes I go, oh, okay, well, why uh. even watch it? Yeah, no, I get that. How to live life as a completionist. Anyway, if anybody's seen it, doesn't look like anyone's watching it except us. Uh, clearly. Um, but <laughs> well, we'll he, jump in this weekend. I would like to say that there was a shocking sex scene in the first episode. Which I'm so desensitized. You didn't even notice that I, either. <laughs> I made a big deal about it, and you're like, what do you mean? I'm no, like, I he did, did too. too, because, I mean, he's got a body. And I'm like, what What scene? And you're like, the ha 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 I go, oh. Okay. Yeah. Dude's, yeah. dude's got some muscles. I mean, and some moves. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. He was doing the Captain Morgan <laughs> stance. I don't know what... I don't... You know, the Captain don't Morgan Don't make me commercial. have to leave, Don. Don't make yeah. me have to All step right. out. Yeah, we got you know, news guy here. the Captain Morgan commercial. I got it. Oh. His leg on the... Like, yeah. 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 Oh, uh-huh. cool. Just watch it, people. You'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. Gosh, Matt, you can hear stuff. All right, we got it's a call. Okay. That's true. I just won't wait. Oh, we have in. a call. God, oh, oh my gosh. Ooh. Okay. Somebody loves us. A man, a man. <laughs> Hello, you're on the air with uh, Donna and Maddie B. <laughs> Hey, how's it going, Maddie? Hi. Donna and Don. Yes, Hi. can you turn your radio down? Is this Phil? What's that? Uh, uh, can Phil? you turn your radio down? Yes, I did. I'm sorry. I was okay. seeing you. That's okay. okay. Who Hi. is this? This is NGL. Oh, uh, uh, NGL. Stillwater Steve? Oh, hey, no, maybe, Steve. Maybe we'll go Leaf. Oh, hey, okay. Is, <laughs> hey, is it so Leaf? Leaf? Yes. Leaf okay. Garrett? 
No, that's Leif. Uh, oh, yes, okay. he's one of them. He says Leif. Well, anyway, did you? Are anyway. you watching the show or what? I already watched it. Oh, okay. What did, did you, you think? Did you think it was slow? It was no. I I actually liked it. Uh, it went at a good pace for me. I liked the guy because he's the weirdo and karate kid. Also, if you're watching Cobra Kai, oh, the the serial killer guy. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, he was also he also played the guy in that movie about uh, the Atlanta. Uh, Olympics bomber. Mm. Yep, he played yep, that he guy. Too. And also, I think uh, Nancy Kerrigan too. He's a, a pretty weird, shady guy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He played the yeah the the dumb guy who yes. uh, yeah was part of that whole thing. <sighs> yeah, he's a great character actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah great. So, you, what do you, you you so you liked it? Yeah, I did. Well, I liked it. Yeah, I, I mean, it was something new, and you feel like you run on the stuff on Netflix once in a while, and yeah. that one was a good one. And it was sort of underground, and like you said, Ray Liotta was it was his last movie, so it was great to see him. Yeah. Unfortunately, all right, perfect. Well, we'll stick but with it for you. Thank We're you. We're going to keep with it. Maple Grove Leaf, we appreciate. I have one you. more question for you. Make it fast. You got ten seconds. Well, you guys keep advertising the soup. Is it open to the public? <laughs> no, no. It's an exclusive not... lunch club. Darn it! It's just, it's just to inspire you to go make your oh. own or go to the. Well, you know. hi, well hi, Brian. Has a pit. Super, uh, Donna. <laughs> That's nice. Bye, oh, Lise. boy. Bye. Thank All you. Right. We'll be right back. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.